Hello, uh, welcome to the Tea and Teens and Momentum podcast. I'm your host, Christina, and today's episode is going to be all about sexuality and the LGBTQ plus community. And in order to give you guys a really truthful insight on this, because I'm pretty clueless um, about a topic like this, to be honest, um, I actually brought you guys a couple of my friends who are part of the community, and they will be you know, expressing their opinions and what they have to say and, you know, just the main message that they want to get across and tell us. So yeah, let's get right into the intros. Okay, um, hi, I'm Simran and I'm 14. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, yeah, okay, that's my intro. Okay, Rob, you can go. Um, my name's Rob, and I really, like, I love yogurt, so, yeah. <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> no, I love yogurt. I love yogurt. Ugh. Uh, I'm Tia, and I do snowboard racing. That's my interesting fact. Okay, cool. So, um, the first thing that we have here to discuss is, um, what is the lgbt community because i know i've heard of a lot of different variations they're like lgbt and lgbtq and then lgbtq plus um could you guys maybe describe or clarify that the differences between those right so i feel like as well it's like the lgbtq plus community and um so obviously lesbian gay bisexual and then queer and then there's because like the community has like so many different like sexualities and gender identities um like you know everyone is like specific to their own so the plus is kind of there to represent everyone because obviously they can't just have like a really really long acronym um that's what it stands for so in my terms lgbtq plus is just a basic term that is inclusive to the entire community. So it's something that most people use to include everyone, but like the LGBTQ plus honestly is like a very inclusive term. As Simran said, it has a lot of different communities and a lot of diverse communities. Um, So it really like comes down to those kind of topics and that's why LGBTQ plus, like that entire thing is very controversial, even within the community. It um, still is uh, being talked upon and different communities within it are also very controversial and yeah, so. Yeah, what they, what they both said, and I have a fun fact for you. So it used to be GLBT and then they put the L in front of the G because during the AIDS crisis, the only people who helped the gay men were the lesbians. So because of that, they decided to put the L before that. And that's why we have LGBTQ plus now. Oh, okay. I didn't know that at all. So that's kind of cool. So it's more, it's very personal, I guess, like the acronym and it's very open to interpretation, which I think that's actually really cool. So um okay and then also what are actually we already went over like you know what the different types of sexuality are but um if you guys wouldn't mind um can i ask how you 
got to determine your own sexuality or any personal experience on how you, you know, figured out how to identify yourself? Okay, so I like, I was, this was like really confusing for me, I guess. I'm like, if you know me, like I'm incredibly indecisive. So like actually figuring this out was so confusing because I kept going back and forth. I kept thinking that I was like lying to myself. I don't know why, but um, it took me a while to come to terms with it. I think like I had a feeling when I was a kid, but I suppressed it for a few years. And then like last year, um, I think how I decided to like admit it to myself was because like I was just like on different social medias and there were so many people who are like members of the community. And I think that like being surrounded by all these people kind of helped me feel more confident in it. And then like slowly I was like coming out to like a few friends at a time and then eventually to my brother who was like really supportive of it. So I think like having like supportive people around you is like really helpful for that. Yeah, as Simran said, having a supportive background that helps build your confidence of coming out and discovering yourself a lot more really influences how you think about yourself. So for me, um, I honestly had it simple. I just really, I didn't find myself attracted to girls as I was to boys. And I just felt different. And that's how, like, as time progressed, I found myself in very, um, you know, bad times. So I found people that could help me and they just, yeah, they've helped me a lot. And now I've been able to discover myself and embrace myself. So, yeah. Um, so for me, uh, how, do, how do I say this? It was, I think I feel like I always knew and I never really denied anything. Like my friends would ask me, I said, yeah, mm-hmm, just didn't say anything. And I just kind of learned a while. I don't remember when I learned, but like, I just... I think from YouTube is where I learned the terms. Okay. That's actually, I don't know where I learned the terms. I think it was also like, you know, um, around like my friends and stuff. And um, I didn't know that. I guess it actually does have to come from this internal intuition. But um, being a part of the community, what would you say it's like being a part of the community? Because I know... I mean, apart from just sexual orientation, there are obviously all different kinds of people with different personalities. Um, is is it like a really open community? And I, I'm hoping that it's really inclusive because I know outside of the community, it's more of like, it's becoming a more open topic, but it's still not as open as, you know, being straight. So what would you say, how would you describe the community? Um, to be honest, I would say that, like, as time moves on, um, as, like, newer generations come, it's getting a lot more open and a lot more, like, safe, I guess. Like, I know, like, if we go back, like, 100 years, it was probably, like, very illegal, but now a lot of people are open about it, and I think that's really nice, and especially, like, within the LGBTQ community, it's, like, really inclusive, um, and like people are so accepting now and I think that's really great. Uh, yeah, so within the community, it's very accepting. Everyone truly understands what, uh, what's going on. 
with your life and how you have to deal with it. Like they guide you through these new feelings that you have and just help you a lot emotionally. And outside the community, um, it's difficult because many don't understand the situation that other people are in and how they're trying to deal with the emotions and new feelings that they're overcoming. Mm-hmm. So also the norm and um, being straight, the norm is being straight outside the LGBTQ plus community. So that kind of contributes to people's opinions about uh, gay people or anything like that. So, yeah. Um, so to add on to Rob's, like how everyone outside the community views it, it's not helping that like in media it has like all these stereotypes and it's just enforcing that in people's minds and or like movies and shows that they have is all just centered around coming out well necessarily that's not really that important like you can you should feel proud about it if be to show your full self but like that's not everything and you don't have to come out you also don't need not to use labels and like within the community everyone's so accepting and like you'll find people with like the same background or like but no one's story is the same and you'll find someone that has similar experiences and you'll find people that have way different experiences and you make a ton of new friends and you learn a lot of new things from different people and it's truly amazing you guys sound so mature here (laughs) and no it's just i'm i'm so glad that you know there's there is a community such as this um where you know it's a safe space essentially um and like talking about the norm or kind of the default mindset that we find a lot of people being in, um, are there any stigmas or struggles that you guys have dealt with in the past or even are dealing with right now? And about conformity as well, is there, is it, do you, do you find yourselves just unconsciously conforming to society at times? Um, I would say definitely, um, as far as like conforming to society goes, like, I think one of the main things that I struggled with was coming to terms with the fact that like, oh, this is real. Like, I'm not faking it. Cause like for a long time, I thought I was faking it. Um, I don't know why, but like, I was just like, I didn't want to be like part of the community, you know, cause there's so much like stigma about it. Like, just, like, in my household, like, growing up, I was, like, like, they were, like, bad words, you know, um, with, like, negative connotations. So, like, I didn't want to be. But I think, like, as I got older and I was, like, surrounded with more, like, supportive people, it got a lot better. And so I think that, I think the main time points that I, like, struggled with when I was just, it was just, like, when I was a lot younger. So I think like now I don't really find myself struggling with that. Although like, obviously I haven't come out to like my parents cause they're pretty homophobic. And I think that's like one main problem like as a generation, like foreign parents just tend to be more conservative about these things, um, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, speaking on like, I, uh, focusing within the community, I've noticed a lot of stereotypes and something like that, uh, stuff like that. And that kind of affects how people, you know, how you look at yourself. Because speaking about stereotypes, I've noticed a lot of 
things and stigmas that we have to focus on, like you have to focus on quote unquote, that um, you have to apply to yourself and you have to make sure that other people think like you are other people and not you, because it's just a lot of pressure being a part of a community that is looked down upon and you have to make it look good. You have to make yourself represent that community to the best it can be, like the best potential. So, yeah. Okay, like quickly adding on to like what Arav said, there are like so many stereotypes that I feel like straight people have kind of like set on to LGBTQ community. And it's not just like, and it's like through like the media, through movies, like there's the gay best friend, there's like, um, all of the, like a lot of the bisexual women in media only date men or they date a woman and then only date men for the rest of the show. And I feel like because of like, like me, like the representation in media is definitely getting a lot better, but I feel like right now it's not like the best, like there are hardly any like, like um, LGBTQ people of color, I feel like in the media right now. Um, so I think representation is definitely something that should improve. I, uh, I agree with Simran when she's talking about the representation in media. Um, like some shows will have like a character be stated as whatever label they, they are. And then they'll only date the one person the same gender for like one episode and then they'll just only date males. And or they kill that character and then that character is just gone and then the representation is gone. Yeah, Alexa from the 100, yeah. And everyone's heart is broken. Or like some shows were queer baiting just to get viewers and it's really harmful. And then like the, some of the stereotypes in the shows aren't helpful either. And they back they cause backlash sometimes and it's painful, not painful, it just, causes pain indirectly yeah um actually i think that's a really good point with like um the media and you know the shows that we watch um i actually never considered that and also you know people of color being represented in this community i actually you know i actually agree with you guys and i see what that means so yeah okay and do do you guys have any experiences with mm, like either coming out or just have any specific experiences that made a really big impact on you? I mean, not only the good but also the bad. Are there any um, memories that you know stick out just because um, of your orientation? Um, I've like never even like directly targeted for this, but I guess like also because I'm not like out to every single person. Um, but I guess like personally, something positive that stuck out to me was when I came out to my brother because I was like terrified, but I also did it like really randomly because I was kind of just like, whatever, might as well, like, let's just see what happens. So I told him and he was so, so supportive, which I was really happy about because we're like really close. Um, so that was really nice and he's always like helping me Um, and then I guess like something negative is that my parents are pretty homophobic um, and I'm pretty sure they do not support the community at all so I guess like I've never said anything about it to them 
Um, and I guess that's kind of something negative because I don't know, they're not conservative, they're very democratic, but I guess it's just like religious things or maybe it's something cultural, but like, I don't think I'm gonna come out to them for a while, so. Yeah, as Simran said, um, my parents aren't really accepting, so I haven't come out to them, but I have, on the other hand, have come out to basically everyone I know. And there's like a lot of losses, a lot of wins. And I'm going to talk about the losses because that's not what many people talk about. And that's something that we have to all deal with at some point if we're going to come out to everyone. So I have this really good friend. Um, we were friends. We started becoming friends in like kindergarten. And our, I told him that I was gay in I think seventh, eighth grade. And he didn't take it well. In fact, he didn't take it at all. He was really um, offended. I'm like, I, I don't know what he meant, but he was kind of offended. Like his tone was aggressive. And after that, he didn't want to become my friend anymore. He just ditched me. And I ultimately realized that why would I need a person so toxic like that in my life when they wouldn't have accepted me or anyone else into their life because of this reason? So yeah, if you're in this community, you have to learn about acceptance and hardships and all of the above, basically. Yeah. Um, I'm like a Rob where like basically everyone knows my parents, which is really funny in my opinion. Um, but like thankfully I haven't had anything bad happen and I know one day it will happen. I, I just know it will happen one day, but I'm happy that it has not happened now yet and I'm really glad and thankful for that and I'm happy that I've not lost any friends and then all my friends have taken it well and that's I guess you could say it's a stereotype but I find it hilarious that I managed to find all the gays while we were all closeted together. <laughs> I think that's actually pretty cool. Um, I, I think you know people of this community this is okay right now my eyes are being like opened because I've honestly I, I was always like too shy to approach these kinds of questions so okay first thank you guys so much for being so um open about this and um this one is actually what I was wondering how how should you ask someone about their sexuality while also staying respectful even, you know, in trying not to make them uncomfortable? Um, this might just be my opinion, but personally, I feel like you should probably wait until they're, like, close to you and you know that they're comfortable with you before asking. Because I feel like when you're just meeting them, it's not necessary to know, like, if they're a member of the LGBTQ community um, before getting to know them, because it's not like... Like, obviously, it's something that defines them, but it's not going to be their entire personality. Um, so I feel like you should wait until you guys are, like, good, better friends. And then once you're there, just, like, ask them, but don't, like, pressure them into coming out to you. Um, if they don't want to respond or if they're, like, not sure, then just, like, leave it at that. And, like, don't make them feel, like, 
they have to tell you everything because they may not even be sure themselves. Yeah. yeah I as, okay, Arav can go. Never mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The audacity, Arav. The audacity <laughs> of your tone. Your tone <laughs> says it all. Oh, eh, we're so cool. Anyways, um, <laughs> what was it? What, what was the topic? What was the topic? Oh, okay. It was um, yeah, like how to ask someone like um like after even after you've been like friends for a while just you know it because i feel like um it's visible and you can kind of feel it but you don't want to assume anything about them so how should you you know still keep it comfortable and you know uh keep keep them you know like not offend them or make them feel uncomfortable yeah of course so Honestly, I haven't had the best experience with asking people if they're out or not or what they identify as. So to me, there isn't like a really comfortable way because it's always going to be an uncomfortable situation to be in. But if you do feel like you want to know and you want to feel comfortable with the person on that kind of level, you would start asking them. You wouldn't ask them questions you would just start to ease into the topic always start with the topic not like never ask questions because they're just going to feel like there's just going to feel a lot of pressure you know what I mean and a lot of just anxiety about how they feel and they're going to start questioning themselves so ease into a topic that they feel comfortable in um, and also helps reveal them to you and at the end of the day again never ask questions because it just again makes it really uncomfortable so just talk yeah so um in my opinion I would not directly ask that when you first meet because that's just weird and like it really doesn't matter at that point in time unless you're trying to flirt then that's just a really bad flirting technique um (laughs) so I would wait until like your friends like decently good friends and I depending on their personality, like, I, if they figured it out, I would, I'm not, okay, I would just, like, tell a joke, and see if, like, they understand the joke, or, like, be, like, girl in red, Jojo Siwa, sweater weather, any of those, (laughs) and I would just be subtle like that, and see if they understand it, and if they don't, then, I would just casually ask and but be like, hey, are you blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah. Um, and if you're uncomfortable with this question, you don't have to answer and we can change topics. And if you don't know, you don't have to label anything. Just know that I will be there for you. And that's just basically how conversation would go. And I've ha- I'm pretty sure I've had this conversation with someone before. That's kind of how it went. And then we just stopped with the subject and moved on and then came back whenever they were comfortable knowing that I was there for them and could help them whatever they needed. Wait, I can add something. Um, I just wanted to add, like, don't be interrogating them, like, about it. Like, them's like, why? Like, why, 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 why? Or, like, don't, like, obviously, if you're confused or you don't understand, then you can maybe ask, like, ask, like, a few questions. But, like, don't be asking, like, don't overwhelm them because I feel like the topic itself is already kind of overwhelming to them. Um, and if it gets to the point where you like have no idea what's happening, 
I would just like honestly I would do research because like you want to make them feel as comfortable as possible while talking to you about this because this is like um, a sensitive subject I feel like for some people so just make sure that they feel comfortable with you about it Mm -hmm. and last like three minutes ish um, because this zoom call is limited to 40 minutes but anyways um what is there anything that we can do as you know people not only inside the community but also people outside of the community is there anything that we can do to you know help in any way I would definitely say like listen to the people within the community um because sometimes there are people who just like have their own agenda um but make sure that you're not talking over LGBTQ voices when speaking upon LGBTQ matters um because it's kind of like their voice that's the most relevant to what's happening um so definitely like listen to them support them raise their voices and don't speak over them. I feel like those are the most important things. Yeah, as Simran said, give a voice to LGBTQ plus members. And, uh, but at the end of the day, just treat them like normal people. Treat them like how you would treat anyone else. They're just, at the end of the day, a normal person. And being a part of the community is just not their entire personality trait. So yeah, just treat them as, a, as you would want to treat them or treat yourself. Sorry. Yeah, I agree with them both about like um, just treating them like as regular people because they are regular people and listening to the people talking and don't mute their voices and like to learn as much as you can if you want to, to be more understanding, to understand the topics and the pain that people go through and how far we've come and how like it's hidden throughout history, like a ton of artists are gay. Jesus, uh, what was it? Da Vinci, who drew, uh, painted him, modern Jesus, based off his lover at the time. And like most people in history are like bi or gay, and it's just like never mentioned, but they are throughout history, and you will find them if you search for them. Hello, so this episode is over, which is really sad, I know, but if you liked this episode, Uh, Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And also make sure to write a review on Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you use to listen. And um, make sure to send me an email at tmteensmomentum at gmail.com if you ever want to come on this podcast to talk with me about a topic or just hear about a specific topic. Um, And I'll make sure to get back to you. Uh, You can find that email in the description below. And along with the link to my website that has all episodes and and content in the description below. Thank you so much for watching and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye!